information is the most powerful thing you will ever get. Uh, I, I think that we all have greatness in us. And I think that most people don't know how to be an advocate for their life. You're listening to the Almond Gunner Experience Podcast, powered by Astoria. Now here's your host, Greg Dorsey. Coach, it's 2020. Yeah, it's 2020, man, and uh, it's another uh, exciting year. It's crazy how fast the years go by, you know. Um, but it's another opportunity, right? Another opportunity to be great. Another opportunity to set goals, hit goals, uh, and to grow exponentially. And uh, for me, I'm excited to get down, and and that's uh, going to be a good year. We already we already off to a big start. Let's uh, go. I, I I got my nephew in town with me from uh, from New Jersey. Yo. Dirty Jersey, as I like to say. Um, the Charles Reed. Charles Reed right. in the house, baby. Uh, so, so it's good. It's good to have him in town, and you know, anytime you have family, that's always good. But he's putting in work, getting ready to do some things, and uh, so I'm excited. Jersey boy, Jersey boy, tell us about Jersey. What's it like coming down to, to uh, Jayville? I mean, we we walk in and, and we're just shivering, trying to stay warm. You're just like getting sweats. Like, What's wrong with y'all? This, this is, is summer. That's life for me. This is life. I mean, it's not really cold. You guys are you guys are just dramatic. <laughs> but uh, I'm used to it though. I'm used to. It. I went to school in Massachusetts, so this is like summertime permanently. So I'm loving it. I love it down here in Jacksonville. It's my second home. I love it. So. And how long you been back in town? I've been in Jacksonville for about what a couple of days, but I've been yeah. in Florida for almost a month now. Okay, yeah. Right. I, so you took your time getting back up here to, to put yeah. in. Oh yeah, I'm in. Oh, I'm in no rush. <laughs> no rush. But you already all. put in a training session uh, this week already with uh, with Almond, and you guys put in some work. I hear. Yeah, we put some work in. I, I think it put work on me, but <laughs> we got it done. The first one is always the worst, but now we can we can really get to work and um, start putting stuff down. We could do it like that. The first one's the worst. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because you know he he's been coming and training with me for years, and 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 when that first one is always kind of a wake up call, like okay, this is what I've been missing. You know, uh, he he think he works hard every day, uh, but then when he gets to me, there's just a different level of working hard. You know, so uh, in about a week, he'll he'll kind of get in the flow of it again and. Because we go every day when he's here. I mean, we go every day and sometimes twice a day. So, I mean, but that's what his sport demands and his goals demand. So, uh, you know, there's no off switch for us. I think I equate it to, like, when you go up into the mountains, like Denver. Oh, yeah. Altitude sickness. Yes. You know, yes. you got to adjust to the altitude. Yes. Your body's got to feel out the... The hyperbolic difference. Or, oh you know, no! Yeah, no doubt about it. No, no doubt about it. Because he goes off. You know, he does his training, and he has other coaches that work with him. And then, then he comes and he gets me, and it's just, Elevated. it's just different. <laughs> yeah, so. we get we get work. We definitely get working, and it's different when you have a coach really who really knows what what you need to be pushed at that moment. It's different, and when I come down here, it's just like. This is what we're doing. You're going to finish it, and we're going to put work in every day. And it's just – it's a different expectation, really. And I need that. I know I need that. I, I used it to get the edge in college. I would come down here a couple weeks before camp, and we will just put work in two, three weeks. And I would go to camp, and my coach would be like, where did you go? And he figured out, like, I would be with Coach Al, and he was like, you went with your coach. I came back to camp my sophomore year, and he was like, 
where have you been this summer and what type of work were you putting in because it was just I was next level so I always know before I'm about to do something sport related when I'm going to camp I gotta see coach Al I gotta see him he takes care of me so I love it I love the work as much as my chest was burning yesterday I love I'm a I'm a glutton for punishment like he said I love the work I love putting it in that's what I do so just get better huh? right that's it well I mean you know to put in that kind of work uh you're working towards something and this topic today you brought to the table, Coach. I, I couldn't be more excited about it. You know I'm a dreamer. Oh, I know. You know uh, I yeah, love to chase you, the dream. You, you, you and I both. I even love sometimes waiting to chase the that's dream. Right. <laughs> I just want to chase that That's dream. right. That's right. But that's today's right. topic, chasing the dream. Tell us why you picked that topic. Well, I, I think, you know, number one, for a lot of reasons, you know, it's the beginning of the new year, and a lot of people, you know, are going to set some goals and some things like that. And, and you got to be willing to, to put in the work for those things. And, you know, you have Dr. King, I mean, you know, keeping the dream alive. And then, you know, and having my nephew in town, uh, Charles, I mean, he's he's been chasing this dream of, of getting to the league, going to the NFL, and and, and working really hard. And uh, and I think that you have to be willing to pay the price, right? So I had earlier before we we started, I had sent you uh, a text and showed you uh, some things that I've been writing, like at three in the morning, because you know I don't sleep. And one of the things is, you know, there's a big difference, you know, between having nothing and sacrificing it all. Those are two total different things. And I think to be successful and to catch up with any dream, man, you're going to have to sacrifice it all at some point. And I think people that start off with nothing and then they win a little bit and kind of hold their ground, uh, but then they pretend that they're not winning and say, hey, look, you know what? I'm going to sacrifice it all. I'm going to put all the chips in. Those are usually people that come out on top. Those are usually people that, that, that get it done. Uh, because it's easy to start with nothing and then you get a little something and you become complacent and say, okay, well, I'm good. I mean, I'm better than I was, right? Um, but, you know, in 2020, I say go for it all. Put all the chips in the middle of the table. You know, there is no finish line. I think every generation is responsible for helping the generation that's coming next, right? So there's no permanent victories. I mean, if, if you if you win and then you're satisfied with just that, how do we grow? How do we continue to move? So we got to keep chasing this dream, man. Whatever it is, you got to go after it. That's hot, Coach. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, you know, when you talk about a few weeks back, we did the seven steps of success. Mm -hmm. And I do want to correct you on something because you said you don't sleep. But I know you're, you're putting <laughs> in work the first half of the day. I get, then, nap, I get that nap, baby. I get that. I get that nap. I get that nap. That last step yeah. is enjoy it. Now, don't think no, I don't do. enjoy it. I, I, I enjoy it. You know, I'm, I'm a nap guy. I do. I mean, I, I wake up, you know, three, four in the morning. So, you know, right about now, it's lunchtime for me. Um, but, uh, but I like my naps. You know, I got to get those naps. I'm like a lion, baby. Um, but, but I think it's important to, to like, to dream big. Um, but also have enough courage to just to just chase it down, like to just run it down. Uh, and, it's, and it's all on you, I mean, at the end of the day. I mean, you're responsible for it, whether you get it or not. You know, it's like having Charles, you know, I always tell people, the only thing I do with my student athletes, I just give them information. It's really up to you to decide whether you want to utilize that information to be better or not. Uh, if this dream's really important to you, because, you know, to me, that's what the word win means. It means what's important now. 
what's important now? And if and if and if your dream's important now, then you're gonna do what you need to do to do it. And if it's not, you're not. What's important now? What's important now? One of the things I know about you, uh, whether it's with working with an athlete or in the corporate setting with leaders with teams, you don't go into things uh, just guesswork wise. You know, so when so when you know Charles is coming in to train, mm -hmm. you're already. I don't think I'm overstating it. Ten steps ahead. Oh, you're, you're no thinking, doubt. Okay, here's where we're going. Here's where we're taking this. Um, talk to me about the preparation that goes into this, and then Charles, maybe speak to us a little bit about: Is there a difference between a coach and and a, and a guy like Allman, uh, a mentor, somebody that that really um, is is a part of the journey with you as you as you chase your dream, chase your dreams? Well, you know, for me, it's pretty simple. When he when he you know, text me or calls me and say, hey, you know, coach, I'm, I'm going to come, you know, for a week or two weeks. You know, I have this coming up. And, you know, I start putting a plan together in my head right now because my, my job is, look, I have a certain amount of time in which I'm going to have him. And in that certain amount of time, I have to be able to put more in him than the world can take out of him. So that's my goal each and every time that he comes, is I gotta be able to put more in him than the world's gonna take out of him. Because the world's trying to take something out of you every day. So for me, it's like, how can I make sure that he's unbreakable? How can I make sure that, that the things that we do, that when adversity comes, and it's coming, that he's gonna be all right? Like, you know, he, and, and, but I also think as a leader and as a mentor, that's why you gotta know your players. You, you, you gotta know your audience. And so I know my audience. I know what, what Charles is capable of. And so my expectations, as he said, are they're just different. They're different. I think from my standpoint, it's more I've been training since I was, what, what 10, oh, 11, 12 yeah. years old. I've been putting work in for a while. So you know there's coaches who just are reading from a paper or whatever the case may be, and there's no – is no personality to what they do. They don't know who you are. And I think my relationship with Coach Al is like, sometimes we might not even train. When he talks about training, we might just talk. We might just sit down and have a conversation. And it might it might be about life or about sports or about, but we're training each other. He's training me on life. And I think I get the edge by actually listening, sitting down and trying to implement those things in my life. We talked earlier about me running a 40-yard dash, and I was I was always asking Coach, how can I get my 40 down? I want to be fast. And he's like, lose weight. And I didn't question him. I just said, you know what? It's on me right now. I got to find a trainer who can put me in position to lose weight. And once I lose the weight, it's like, Coach, what I got to do? He's like, get a sled, run your 40-yard, your 30-yard sprints, your wind sprints. I get a sled. We start doing it like that. And it's just that no questions asked so I have the trust in him because we sit down and we talk about it I know the reasoning behind why he's telling me to do these things and then we get after it that's on me you know that's on that's on something that I've learned in my life you have to get after it but I'm so I have so much trust in coach Howe it's just like we just have that relationship now we we understand each other so we have a coach and a mentor and a and an uncle it's family it's different it's definitely different, but that's how we do it. That's just our relationship. 
that's a relationship. So it's a mentality. It's right. something that you know. It's it's almost like you were born for it. You right. know, like it's in you. It is. You know, and and for me, <clears throat> you know, being being that we are family, it, it, it's exciting to watch him grow. You know, I mean, when he's with me, he knows I treat him just like he's my son versus, you know, being being my nephew. I push him um, and the things that I tell him are the things that that I did myself is it's the things that I would tell my own kids It's the thing that I've told my other athletes and he crushes it. You know, he, he puts it together. He lost the weight. Hey, look, when you run in four three, I don't care who you are. You're fast. Um, and so I think he's seen so much uh, success and trusting the process uh, that now it's it's he doesn't question it you know because he's had so much success uh, from college and now you know going on to his pro career that he doesn't question it he knows it takes time he's patient he does the work so that's good stuff just a bit ago we were talking about uh, Astorio and, and what we're doing from a storytelling standpoint mm -hmm. we're talking about Disney and Pixar and some of the world's uh, best examples of empowering storytellers. Mm -hmm. you, you, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. they, they may be out there buying some of this right. content. <laughs> right. Be real. Right. 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 It's a lot of uh, negotiations and, and business transactions happening there. But at the end of the day, they're communicating, connecting with humans, and, mm -hmm. and they're and you know identifying an opportunity to to. Uh, you know, to make the world a, a happier, more uh, joyful place, right? That's that's the Disney oh, dream, right? Yeah, that's yeah Walt, no, Walt well, well, no doubt about there. it. I mean, and I think you can do that. I think that you, for me, I think that when you can help people go after and chase their dreams and actually catch some of them, think about it. People are happier. They're kind, kinder. You know, they, they're they more pleasant to be around. So for me, that's why it's always about, man, how do I just help people maximize their potential? If I can do that, we're just creating such a different atmosphere, right? The attitudes of people are just different. And, and uh, so, you know, first of all, being powered by Astorio, that was important to me um, because the stuff that I do, without someone like you to help me to put it out there, right? It's just stuff. And I think that information is designed to be shared. So that's why having this platform and doing what we do I think, and, I, and I've told you this before, that's how I know we're changing the world. Because information is really powerful. And, and when you can give people the right information and in, inspire them, because you can't motivate them, but if you can inspire them to take that information and run with it, man, they're chasing dreams down left and right. So we talked about, uh, you mentioned it uh, this way, you know, or, or we've talked about this even with Charlotte, is you got to play for what you don't see. And, and, you know, again, I think of, of Walt Disney mm -hmm. seeing a, a plot of land, mm -hmm. swamp land, basically, yeah. in the yeah. middle of the state, and seeing something, having a vision that's not there yet, and then here we are today, you know, his legacy is living on, you know, whether you're waiting in line for two hours <laughs> and you're absolutely miserable, because that's right. real, like, it's landlocked in there, it's landlocked and it's 110 degrees, right? place on earth, right. but right. at the end of the day, we got, you know... Uh, a guy that, that had a vision, mm -hmm. chased his dream. Talk to me about some practical process steps, things that, that you do uh, from a, a dream chasing standpoint or, or that you would recommend for your athletes. And, and well, well, for me, it, it always starts with, you know, I'm big on just writing things down. Like I, because, again, if you can't quantify it in my head, it's just not real. 
You know, you got to be able to quantify it, and I believe you hit what you see. You know, you hit what you focus on. So everything for me always starts with, what do I know? So any dream that I'm chasing, what do I know about it, right? If I wanted to be faster in the 200, what do I know about that race? You know, what do I know about the people that's run it before me uh, or, or business or anything, you know, in business? It's like, what do I know about it? And then I write down, what do I, you know, I don't know. What are the things that I don't know? Because, see, those are the things I need to play for. You know, as I tell my athletes all the time, man, you don't train for what you see. You train for what you don't see. So I really believe that when you write down the things that you don't know, now I can back into it. So how do I get this information about this stuff? Because this stuff is the stuff that can derail you. The things that you don't know. Those are the obstacles that when they come up, you're like, oh boy. So I think any dream that you chase, and hey, you start with what you know, and then you put down what you don't know. And you figure out how to make that portion of it happen. How, how do you know if your dream is big enough? I think if you can get there without any pain, it's not big enough. If you can get there without adversity, yeah. if you can get there without sacrificing at all, man, you didn't really dream. Right? Not at all. You're still sleeping. You know, I think that when you really dream and you go after it, it's some stuff that's going to require struggle. Like, you, you're you going to have to give it up. You know, I, I, back in the day when I was running, I had a pair of uh, Nike shoes. And inside of the, the shoes was a picture of Steve Prefontaine. And, uh, and, and and it came with a shirt that said, you might beat me, but you're going to have to bleed to do it. Oof. See, now, that, that, that to me is when, when you when you're out there you know that's when you're really out there now you might beat me but you're gonna have to bleed to do it baby that's when you're dreaming that's when you're dreaming well you've got that that step to success of, of work it and and you're going to come against forces that just aren't going to want you to push through that, no. that barrier and, no. and to cross the finish line and no. get to that point um one of my heroes is a guy named jim elliott and he put it oh, this yeah. way. He said, he is no fool who gives up what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that you, you know, I, I always, you know, you and I have these, these conversations all the time. You know, Greg's like my little brother. And I always tell him, look, man, I'm already dead. I'm already dead. Because sacrifice is a big word. It is. It's huge, man. I'm already dead. So, you know, you can't beat me. I'm already dead. You know, my, my goals are simple, and they're not changing. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be to serve people. I'm going to help people get better. If you're around me, you are going to get better or not be around me. You know, I've made those decisions. So, uh, and, you know, going back to Charles, I think that's what's so great is that he's made the decision. He's made the decision to chase this dream until he's satisfied. He feels that he's given it all that he can and done all that he can to either get it or not. And I think that's where you have to be. You have to have enough courage to not succeed. You know how hard it is to wake up every day chasing something that you may not get? That's what it's all about. When you can wake up every day and chase something, and at the end of the day you may not get it, but you still putting in all you have, that's how you live your life, brother. All you have, every day. Every day. Every day means every day, baby Ed Mag. Every day means every day. 
so Charles, the Iowa Barnstormers. Congratulations, by the Thank way, that's big time. We, Thank we you. love Thank you. We, we are so stoked to have you in, in, the, uh, in the studio today, and, uh, and we know that you're putting in the work. Tell us about uh, the, the, the effort that you're putting in right now, and what is, what is uh, you know, kind of your process going to be like? And, and I, I even heard, you know, as you were saying, you put in some work with, with, uh, with Coach on, right. on, on Tuesday. And, uh, man, it's still sore, maybe. Yeah, my chest was sore after that one yesterday. But, but the process has been, it's been simple. I'm, I'm under the belief that, and I know Coach will vouch for me on this, every day is really an accumulation of all the work you've ever put in up until that point in time. So I just really go one day at a time. I find ways to get work, and, and we do it like that. But I think sometimes people do underestimate the, the sacrifice involved. I know for me, in terms of my family, and, and people have sacrificed for me financially and and really put me in a position to where I can focus on this and do the things I need to do to chase my dreams and, like Coach said, to maybe not even be successful in exactly what you what you thought you were going to do, but still have that, you know, put that effort in and, and and say you did it and say you gave it your all. And and me and Coach were having a talk the other day about a guy he knows and who, who can remember that one moment when he was at bat and he didn't swing. You know, he remembers he could have won the game, but he didn't even swing one time and he struck out. He didn't swing one time. And that really resonated with me because I'm swinging right now. You know what I mean? In life, I'm swinging. And that's really all I can do at this point is put the work in. And so far, the process pays off. It pays off every time. So coming down here to Florida, we really, one day at a time, we put work in, whether it be mental, physical, whether, like he said, we're out here mentoring people. He's mentoring me and encouraging me to mentor, you know, younger people in my position. So I'm learning from him and people are learning from me. So it's really a chain reaction. So, I, I mean, I love it down here in Florida. We, you know, sports is it's really life down here. So we just we just really come together and and we and we put it down that's what we do down here that's what coach says we put it down that's it right so there. i love it that's it you definitely are inspiring us and 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 uh pushing you know and i can tell one of the things that i hear in your voice and in the way you talk is gratefulness absolutely gratefulness does, does that play into i mean there's a difference between gratefulness and complacency right oh most of it i, I mean i think that if you are a person and you have the ability to recognize how blessed you are and some of the gifts that you have received to put you in certain positions and you are a person that can be grateful for those things, I think that they just keep coming your way, you know, when, when you can do that. Uh, I think any person who's been successful, there's been somebody who stood there in the gap for them. There's, there's been a person who, who has paved the way, so to speak. And that's why I say there's no permanent victories. I think that if you are a person and you've been fortunate enough to win, in order for the next generation to win, you have to keep teaching. You have to keep mentoring. So, hey, look, I, I'm grateful. I, I'm grateful that I had great coaches and grateful for my parents and the things that they taught, my grandfather. Uh, every day I'm trying to put myself around the right people so I'm grateful that I have those opportunities to do it. And more importantly, that I have the vision to be able to recognize who those people are. Uh, but I think that's a, that's a big thing. 
is just knowing that you're not here by yourself. You didn't you didn't do this by yourself. There were some people before you. You didn't do this by yourself. What's important now? Write out your your what you knows and, and what you don't knows and, and give information. Yes. Um, to, to kind of summarize where we're at. Mm -hmm. It's time. Oh baby. It's time. Eighty nine. For the super freak. <laughs> 89, 89. This is the this is the segment, man. 89 through in, but you know, you know, I love it. You know, it's all good. Hey, the super freak of the week this week is actually uh, the person who kicks. She's one of the people that kicked Charles' butt yesterday. Uh, one of my, I, I think, you know, I've trained a lot of athletes, you know, and uh, for me, it's not about the sport that they play. It's about just training the athlete, you know, to maximize their potential. And I mean. Squirt, there's there's no one better than, than Leanne. I mean, Leanne Maniquil is like, <laughs> she's just, as Charles would say, she's very different. She's different. She's different. <laughs> she, I was about to say, because you just said she kicked his butt. I oh, have yes. a hard time believing that oh, she kicked Charles' butt. Listen, listen. But I, but I have met uh, you, You've met Squirt, so you know what she brings to the table. And let me just tell you, she showed up and just... Man, she just absolutely puts it down. The thing about her is she doesn't say much. You know, she just listens well. Um, and and I and I've said a lot about uh, the one thing I've always said about Leanne. She just embraces pain. She embraces the work. Like you know, it's a part of who she is. It's it's like her her genetic makeup. Uh, and she would say, Hey, look, I'm small, so I have to be fit and I have to be fast and I have to bring some stuff to the table because I'm small. And, uh, and she does that, and, and, and she's just great. And, and just as Charles said, I mean, she mentors and gives back, and, and she really tries to inspire people, and she does. Uh, not to mention, she's going to graduate from Rice University this spring. You know, unbelievable soccer career, and, and, uh, and I don't think that's ending. I think she'll, she'll go to the next level. I mean, you know, she wants to go to medical school. I mean, let me just tell you, this girl, when you talk about student-athlete, She's why we do what we do. Well, every time I look on Twitter, she's all conference. Oh, she's all conference. Dead. Dead. She's got another award here. Uh, I mean, she just, you know, she she really, you know, took took the world on. I mean, she took it on and, and uh, one day at a time, and she's winning. And, but when uh, you're six foot tall and, you know, it's easy for you. That's right. right that's right. But when you're five feet, it's just a little bit different, right? And uh, But incredible soccer player, but more importantly, incredible student and person. And so she's our super freak of the week. And, and uh, I think Charles is going to be dancing with her again this week <laughs> before she heads back, you got rhythm, back to Houston. You got <laughs> yeah. I don't think I could dance with her. She, <laughs> she's a different animal. She's different. Definitely a lion, huh? Yes, she is. Right. Yes, she is. So right. she's awesome. Lion, so, lioness. So we're very, you know, very happy for her and all the things that she's doing. So, big time. I like it, Leanne, the super freak of the week, and uh, that brings us to, you know, second favorite part of this whole deal. And it's it's only my second favorite because it usually hurts. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 89, what do we got? We got the, the yeah, challenge. challenge of the week. That's right. Let's go. Well, you know, our challenge of the week this week, what I thought we'd do is because it's the new year and, and everybody is into all their resolutions and, and really wanting to make themselves better, right? I think the challenge of the week is I want you to partner up with only one person. And for the next seven days, you and that person go head to head physically and mentally. 
Hey, that's a great challenge, man. Hey, hey, listen, listen, we're not. You guys are there to cross me. That's right. That's right. I think that's going against Coach. Hey, so let's go. So I think what we do is listen. Think about how cool that is, right? So you, you yeah. pick someone, you partner up. Because think about it. We have friends that we talk and smack to anyway, right? Yeah. yeah. Or we yeah. have friends that we, we, we like. Or what? Look, partner up and say, hey, this week for seven days, it's you and me. Pick your team. We're going to go head to head. We're going to go head to head physically. We're going to go head to head mentally. We're we going to put it in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you and me. So I've already started mine with Greg because the last two days I've sent him stuff. We're going head to head, baby. So that's our challenge of the week, man. I'm, I'm excited about that. And, you know, and again, look, we, we, we want to encourage all our listeners. Look, send us questions. Send us topics. I mean, we want this show to, to be about you and about helping you achieve your, your dreams and your goals and send us challenges that you would like to see and all of those things. I mean, uh, that's what this is all about, man. Look, we may not all came here on the same boat, but we're in the same boat now. How about that? We're all in the same boat now, right? That's right. So we, so I think we need to all uh, just come together and help each other be the best versions of ourselves. That's it. That's it. Hey, appreciate you being a part of the revolution. Thank you for Feels having me. Feels like you're out in front of us, to be honest with you. Like, right. <laughs> Let's go. Well, you know, I always say he's cheating. He's got a head start. He has to deal with me all the time. So, you know, he's, he's kind of like my kids. Like, they get to hear it all the time. Uh, but it's great to have him here. I'm excited. And we, we're going to have a lot of fun, but we're going to do a lot of work. So, he'll, he'll be ready. He'll be ready. That you can, that you can rest assured. He'll be ready. Well, let's go. 2020. Before, before oh, break. Hey, you always got to throw a curveball. I know. Let's go, That's man. why he's the executive producer <laughs> of this show. <laughs> Put the headphones on. Is, uh, this is the last show before the national championship. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, natty picks. Oh, man. Look, I'll go last. We, we'll let Charles, you go first since, you know, this is, yeah. this is, this is yeah. your, you know. What do you think? Right LSU, Clemson. I'm not going to lie to you. I got Clemson. I got oh. Trevor Lawrence being that guy of the future. Ooh. I got Ooh. Clemson by three. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. And I really like the Tigers this year. Their wide receiver cores. Their whole defense is going to the league, first off. <laughs> oh, oh, which Tigers? They're yeah, yeah, Tigers. Yeah. Tigers. Uh, the Tigers, right? Oh, I'm talking about LSU. They got a squad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. I just think Clemson's, they've been there. Be. Okay. Yeah, they've been there before, too. Okay. It's not their All first right. time. All right. All right. Well, there is that, that Heisman curse that happens every now and then, too. You mm. know, that comes yeah. around. True. So, and this is one heck of a matchup. So, mm-hmm. I, I, before I go, i got to hear 89 because you got, you know, a little bit of a dog in a fight. I think, uh, think LSU's going to pull away in the first half, and the second half, Clemson's going to come back. Mm. But LSU's going to squeak it out. Oh, three, okay. Three, All right. Two-point game. You sticking with uh, – yeah. Huh. Bayou Bengals, yeah. Okay. Coach Coach O. Crazy. A little bit of land yap, as they say. Okay. 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 I'm definitely going with LSU this, this, uh, this I, I like the, I like the way you talk. Look, yeah. look I, I'm an ACC man, but at the end of the day, LSU just got way too much. Mm. Like, like, look, let me tell you something. Here's the thing. They, both teams have great coaches. I think both teams have great players. 
but I really believe there's something about that destiny thing. I really do. And when I look at Joe Burrow, he just got too many weapons. But the biggest weapon that he has is Coach O. Yeah, Coach O. Co Co Coach, yeah. O's, Coach O's heart is in Louisiana. His heart is at LSU, and everything is about, you know, that state. Yeah. I mean, this is bigger than football. and it's I think be a little bit like a home game. Yeah, you know? well, and I just think that everyone on his football team understands that this is bigger than football. This is not about just this national championship for the sake of a national championship. And you guys got it close. I, I, I don't think so, bro. Yeah. I just don't. You open it up. I, I just... Look, LSU score. All I'm gonna say is this: LSU like to score early and often. <laughs> so, so uh, it, it, it's it's gonna be a game. But I like Charles's pick though because Dabo's been there, and, and he, he has, and he's done the same thing that Coach O's done. Yeah, so yeah. I'm telling you, they've been there before. Yeah. You see, Trevor Lawrence, they were down in the last game, and Trevor yeah. Lawrence put the team on his back. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm like that. You. I yeah. like it, but. Yeah. Yeah, no, LSU going to take it to there. There's, there's one thing for certain. The Tigers are going to win. That's right. <laughs> That's how 89 rules right there. The Tigers are going to win. I like it. But I'm going to say, go LSU and go Tigers. <laughs> Every day's game. Every day's game day. Catch you next week. Thanks for joining us.